0: Welcome to episode 17 of Hobnails, Hoops, and High Cheddar, the podcast that's by everyday fans, for everyday fans. Danny Rucker here with Emery Kane and Christian Britt. Uh, This will be the last podcast of 2021, and we'll most likely be back with you the second or third. Uh, Guys, as we come off the uh, Christmas holiday, it never seems to fail that a couple things are always going to happen. One, I never know what day of the week it is until we go back to work. Like, I had to look at the day Four or five times today, I don't really know what day it was. Uh, second thing is, I don't know whether to watch sports, uh, movies, start a new show on Netflix, or continue to watch the Office reruns, which I've been doing a lot of here lately. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't have the Peacock, um, the little the login for that, so I've got to watch it on like Comedy Central. And then uh, the third thing is that the gifts I usually get they sit in a pile in my room until I until I need to use them. I don't know about you guys, but that's kind of the three things that usually happen right after Christmas. What are some of the things you guys got for, for Christmas?
1: Uh, I got a world series ticket for Christmas. So I don't, I don't know if Christian remembers, but me and Nanny went to the world series. So I told, uh, Jen did get me a couple of other things, but I told her not to, not to really spend quite a bit of money going to the world series. So I said, uh, probably don't need anything else. Um, I did get a, uh, New pair of Air Maxes, which I'm a big uh, sneaker fan, so I got a got a big, big, big purchase there from from Jen. Um, but other than that, a, a World Series ticket. I don't know if you, Christian. I think I don't know if we told you or not, but we went to the World Series. Oh, is that Back, right? in,
0: back in October during the World Series, <laughs> back, oh. <World. laughs> back in right? October, the
1: yeah, World I Series think- was going on, and me and Danny attended um, one yeah. of those games. Yeah, I, I think, think Dansby Swanson and uh, Jorge Soler hitting back to back home runs. Um, Dansby's tied it up, and Soler's put us put us ahead. So, do you remember that?
2: Do you remember that, Trishan? Uh, my memory, you know, I've been sick recently. My memory's a little fuzzy. I don't quite we remember that.
1: We got COVID brain.
2: Yeah, yeah. Didn't get COVID, but I've got it. So yeah,
1: you got you got it, boss. Knowing somebody that had COVID, and you have COVID brain.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So I think
1: a lot of our basketball players uh the last couple of days have had COVID brain on the uh on the hardwood court up there. It's Gallenberg Pittman High. I don't High know School, if so. it's
0: COVID brain or maybe Christmas brain, probably is what they've no, got. Just, right, everybody needs a break. Everybody needs a break, him You can't expect mm-hmm. everybody to go in after Christmas getting all those nice gifts. Christian, what'd you get though? You didn't tell us what you got.
2: I actually got an iPad that okay. I will be using for notes on the podcast, among other things. <laughs> and uh i got some other things not getting nothing. did you get
1: the pen with it the
2: no i didn't get pen. The pen. I, I thought about getting asking for it or getting one but didn't end up doing it yet they're kind of expensive so we'll see if it if it seems like it's worth it we'll, we'll take a we may just buy that one ourselves so i got the, i got a birthday coming up quick anyway so oh, happy birthday you know. yeah happy it's, birthday. it's actually tonight guys Oh no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was sorry to miss the last podcast and uh did did listen. And I got to I thought Bowers did pretty well. He uh he made you guys sound like a bunch of hicks. He sounded like a politician on the podcast. He was
1: he is he, a politician. He's, he was
2: he was very shakes, he was a, a little more and than our yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll we'll have to have him back on for uh for the the plenty of stories that I have. I will tell one story that about him uh just because I have plenty. So next time he comes on, we'll we'll be able to. There won't be a lack of stories. And it comes from uh, when he did coach me my freshman year. I'm also glad he didn't trash me as a player from that freshman year. He
0: said you were a good teammate. And I said, Christian, Christian Britt? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> no, I didn't. I agreed with him.
2: Yeah. He was, uh, yeah. He was, he, he I was curious how that was going to go. I was wondering what he was going to say or if he even. How much he even remembered, and I didn't know that was his first year coaching either. But uh, I think I started all. I think I started just about every game for him too. So we did. We had a year together, but I yeah, only like, hurt.
0: Only had five players.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> you got <laughs> yeah. hurting for people. I can't, COVID I can't wasn't even around to knock anybody out yet.
2: <laughs> can't, can't remember how much my parents paid him, but but anyway, we yeah, started started every game. No, but uh no, it comes after we we played Cock County at Cock County, and uh, they had a kid. Last name was Suggs. I think. I think he ended up. He, he ended up one of the better players right. in our district. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was he was probably about five foot four his freshman year. He was he was little. He literally had clothespins to hold his jersey from falling <laughs> over his shoulders. And so we played them at Cock County, and the scouting report was like, pretty much, don't let him shoot. Like all he can do is shoot threes. I mean. He, he had a little bit of handles, but he's five foot four. You know. Wait a second. Wait yeah. a
1: second. Wait a second. You had freshman scouting reports.
2: Well, more like a <laughs> a, a verbal scouting report, not a, not a more plan like, out.
1: We're like, hey, Suggs can shoot it. All yeah, right, exactly.
2: So, team on uh, three, let's go. <laughs> yeah, that was one of like two things that was probably on our verbal scouting report. You know, and uh, pretty sure he had about seven or eight threes and absolutely lit us up. And I think we got beat by about twenty. And Cock County wasn't that great of a freshman team, so. The next day, we we had practice, and um, I think, I can't remember who it was. Two guys were rolling the ball, the, the ball cart out, and they got about to the gym floor from the hallway, from the, the locker room, and, and and Bowers looked at him and said, what are you guys doing? He's like, oh, we're rolling the balls out. He goes, oh, no, no, no. We won't need those today. <laughs> and so we, and we didn't. We didn't. We literally ran. I think we normally had like an hour and a half practice because it was – it was before it was from right after the the varsity would because it was on their game days is when we practiced the varsity and the jv so we would as soon as they finished their walkthrough, we'd practice right basically right when school let out until the girls jv started at like 4 30. and so from 3 to 4 30 we ran nonstop. i mean suicides we at one point i think we did a crab walk suicide <laughs> i mean anything and everything you can think of and Believe it or not, I mean we're we're all just counting down to 4:30 cuz we know that's when the girls JV shows up and the away team for the girls JV the bus was late. And so they didn't show <laughs> up until like like 5 minutes till 5. So he was like, "We we hey, okay, we're still going." They he let the Seymour girls warm up on the opposite side. We had half court. We were still running 21 drills. And I remember at one point he was timing us on 21 drills and me and me and another guard finished it. I think it's 32 seconds is what you're supposed to finish in. And we spread it out the last like, you know, half half lap to to get under 32 seconds. And he looked at us because we sped up right there at the end. He looked at us, he said, Looks like you had more in the tank. Guess why we'll I to run another one. <laughs> <laughs> so we kept I'll I'll never forget. I mean I think probably about six dudes threw up that day. I'll never forget probably the most run I ever did one day ever. That
0: sounds, sounds like hours I was gonna say it sounds like Bower's justice right there is what it sounds like.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, a couple things for Christmas. I got a couple button-up shirts that I, I asked for. I didn't really like ask okay. for these specific ones, but I asked for some, and then uh, I bought some with my own money. I got a grill set because so how, grill many, set how, I, many,
1: how many button-up shirts do you have now?
0: What's, oh uh, I bought three, so I got four. I got four now. I had the one and just rotating here and there. So I, four. Uh, I got the grill set uh, that I got a nice grill in the back, but I kept using the uh, small tongs and they kept burning the crap out of me when I kept trying to <laughs> get the uh, hamburgers, <laughs> kept burning the hair off my arm. So I had to get a grill set and then a uh, nice. real good gift. I got a Bushnell Bluetooth speaker with a range finder that I can use for golf. Nice. Uh, by the way, how about golf next Tuesday? You want to do that? Before we have to go back, mm, that's a possibility. Yeah, I you golf.
2: I I I golf a little bit but I, I unlike you all do not have like 6 weeks off for true, of true. you just future. you've just
0: taken the last 4 weeks off pretending you're six. So. <laughs> yeah
2: That's that's fair yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so i got that speaker that i'm going to be using for a lot of golf and then mariah my 15 year old daughter got me a like a checkers and chess game cuz i like i like board games and stuff so uh, we opened it up yesterday and i started playing i played with mariah i saw you I got, beat, her. Beat. I saw you got beat. i'm gonna, t- I'm gonna yeah. talk about that talk about okay. that <laughs> um this is why i'm bringing it up I uh, so I beat Mariah three straight times, no big deal. Played a little bit in high school, a little bit of checkers in high school, so I'm pretty good. Um, So I played uh, checkers. Amanda wanted to play, so we played, and we started playing and. You know, we get down to where I've got like three pieces left, and she's still got like six or seven. I'm like, my gosh, I didn't realize I was—I didn't realize she was just kicking my butt like this. So she beats me that first game. Took a picture of it. You guys saw it on Facebook. Had to I put saw it on Facebook. It. So we played again, and we put all the pieces out there. And I had my four extra pieces because it comes with 16, 16 pieces. You play with twelve. Oh, like so I had it. my extra pieces, and she goes, "What are those pieces?" I said, "These are my extra pieces." You you get 12 and you get four extras. And I, she said, I didn't have any extra. And I said, yeah, everybody has four. And Morgan looks at her and goes, yeah, you had all 16 of yours on the board. And I said, well, no wonder she beat me. She had all the pieces up there. And then we played two more times and I beat her the other two times. (laughs) So she, she cheated unknowingly cheated, but I, I let her have that win, take a picture and humiliate me on Twitter. I don't know if she, if she, uh, said on Twitter that she actually did have more pieces.
1: No, she did not. She just she did did not. She didn't. I figured she she didn't. that part
0: out. Well, I did um, tell her I was going to tell this story. Um, so, did I have a question?
1: You said you played checkers in high school. Does Cascade have a checkers team?
0: No, we didn't. But we, oh, had, okay. seven, we had seven classes. So, I had like seven hour periods for That's the entire year. And – for third block my senior year, me and two buddies, we had study hall. So checkers for study plus. hall, we played checkers the entire time. So it was whoever won stayed and whoever, you know, just kind of watched. And that's pretty much what we did during third period. My senior year at Cascade High School was play checkers sounds, during that. Play.
1: Sounds exhilarating. <laughs> yeah, you were a rebel.
0: <laughs> yeah, i tell you what, I got good at some checkers. <laughs> I got real good at checkers. <laughs> Turns out, if you practice for two straight weeks, you can be really good at checkers. So it's not a sport.
1: <laughs> right up there, bowling, right?
0: Right up there with bowling. Which, by the way, we still need to do that, guys. I oh. I have been oh, yeah. told that I can play for I can bowl at the Cootie Center for one dollar uh, to prove that I can't bowl at two forty. I still got to do this at some point. We got to get down there and yeah. practice. We, and that last I almost forgot about it. I've not forgotten about it. I just hadn't really had time to do it, but I'd really need to do it. Maybe after basketball season ends, yeah. can go over there for a couple of weeks and, and get that going. Or maybe chronicle that. I really am looking forward to that. We're going to chronicle that. That last the day. day, the, the I, day, day gonna, that you're like, see, day that that you're last day, for,
1: we need to be there.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That last day. Oh, yeah. We'll we, be y'all there. need to be there and me in the background, you know, rolling and seeing about, what you know, updates on the score yeah, absolutely. I, I think we need to do this. We need to do this. We we'll have to do. We'll have to
2: do it during cosmic bowling when they when they throw out the lights <laughs> and, and all the all the all the, all the disco, disco pop.
0: Oh yeah, I can bring uh bring one of those little things that you wave around all the little neon glow things glow sticks. That's what I'm to bring. I've got a lot of those. I got a lot of those in my top drawer. I've been waiting to use. you forgot what glow sticks were called. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't go cosmic bowling every week. I don't know what these things are. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get into some actual actual sports instead of just us talking about bowling and checkers. Uh, first <laughs> off, first off, guys, COVID has been canceling a lot of these games. We got five bowl yeah. games so far uh, already canceled. I can talk about that. Numerous NBA and college basketball games are getting canceled and postponed. Right, a couple things I wanted to throw at you guys: got some new CDC guidelines. They've they've cut it from now ten days to five days. I don't know if you guys saw this yesterday. CDC says that now, if you test positive for COVID, yeah. you don't have to sit out. You to sit out five. Uh, are they trying to normalize COVID now? Do you think this is a step to normalize I, this? I think in like
1: three months they're going to cut it to like two and a half days. So you're you're like they're just cutting it in half every time. Like twenty days now, ten days. Uh, then then it was seven. I guess they didn't cut it right in half, did they? Or was it ten still? If you had it, it was ten. Ten to five um, now. Yeah. So now five, so in like three more months, it'll be two and a half. So whatever you, I think there's until it's like, uh, like three hours, like you get COVID, you go to your house for three hours, back out in this, back out in the civilization. But <laughs> but, <laughs>
0: but seriously, three I, I, hour mean,
1: I, I still don't like, I don't really understand COVID. I don't think really anybody understands COVID, I guess. Um, but it is canceling a lot of, uh, uh, Bowl games. The craziest one I thought was like the, the holiday bowl. It was in San Diego. Like everybody's already out there. NC State flies out there. Their whole fan base flies out there. You know, and then they cancel the game yep. five Memphis, hours before kickoff. Memphis,
0: you know? I believe, did the same thing going to Hawaii. Yeah, and they canceled.
2: Yeah, yeah. The other the other team was already there.
0: Yeah, it was their bowl. It was Hawaii's yeah, bowl. Game. Hawaii's bowl,
1: and yeah. they and they. Oh yeah, yeah, it. that's
2: right, that's right, that's right.
1: I mean, and tonight, what's crazy tonight too? Tennessee's playing um Alabama, top top twenty matchup, and they're missing two starter, Kennedy Chandler, who's arguably their best player, mm-hmm. and uh two, and Folky, uh, who's their best right. post player. So, and they're actually, well, I'm uh, got it on TV right now. They're actually winning the game. So
2: yeah, they're two two all SEC guys who are yeah. out because they got COVID somehow. On do
1: Christmas you think Christmas. uh. I mean, I think Rick Barnes plays it either way. But do you think that uh, him saying stuff about Memphis, he's like, "We got two guys out, we got to play this game." Like, or I'm gonna I look like I mean, I grid. don't
0: think you can. Uh, if you you can't, you can't just sit out for having two guys out. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, you've got a roster of 14 or 15. You that means you yeah, got 13 play. guys left. You no, got to play.
2: I, I definitely think it's the ultimate flex if they come out. Oh yeah, and win they this game. Two, they have two all SEC guys out, yeah. and they they beat the team that's. Arguably a top three SEC team who's beaten Gonzaga and you know yeah I think I think that'd be the ultimate flex but yeah I I think you're I think that after after everything even if it was a lot more than two guys yeah he would he would, it would probably look really put, bad yeah. He would, yeah I think he, he would have put him sure. out
1: no matter what yeah uh, I think too like uh, I think uh, I was listening to it on the way home from our game and I think Vescovy has played really well uh, yeah. and and also too like I think. Kennedy Chandler obviously really hurts, but I think the Ziegler is really good too. So I don't he's, think you, obviously there's going to be, a, obviously there's going to be a drop-off just because Kennedy Chandler is so good, but I don't think yeah. it's a big as a drop-off as people probably thought just because Ziegler no, is really good.
2: They're guard heavy. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, having Folky out is <laughs> arguably a bigger deal, even though he's not as good as Chandler, just because of yeah. how guard heavy they are. Yeah, Folky, absolutely. Folky's basically there. Well, I, I say that Brandon ha- Brandon Hunt- Huntley Hatfield or whatever his name is, he's he's pretty he's he's pretty dang solid. He's probably yeah. He, I mean, his ceiling's way higher than Folky when he's at his best. Yeah, he's he's, he's arguably a, yeah. more valuable.
1: I'm looking at a box where he's got eight points right now. Yeah. Huntley Hatfield he had, does. He had yeah. eight at
2: halftime. So yeah, yeah he's, he's, I don't he's I don't know
1: points. if he's been back in this half or not. Uh, but and Beskovy has uh thirteen right now. So I mean, yeah. they're playing they're playing pretty well. <laughs>
0: So on the topic of you know COVID, how how long do you think it's going to be before they stop testing players that have no symptoms? Because a lot of this, a lot of these people that are out yeah. is because they're testing the whole team, and they're saying, "Oh, you three with no symptoms, you've got COVID now." So your yeah. team has to shut down. When how long do you think it's going to be before now they've shut that? They've cut CDC guidelines in half. How long is it going to be before they say you don't have symptoms, we're not testing you?
2: I would say uh, the, the the next. That's cool.
0: probably the
2: next step, I would say. Well, I don't know about I don't know about the next, step. next I think step. The next, like I think the seasons that are already in play right now, none of the I don't think they already do that with the, like you know basketball is already kind of halfway over now or getting pretty close to it. Football is basically over, and you got baseball that starts up you know months away. I, I would say it's the next round of seasons coming up. Like
1: yeah,
2: base, baseball this upcoming well, year. Basketball, this upcoming, yeah. I, I guess, I guess the NBA still has a lot, a lot of time left, but yeah, it, the NBA is and well, actually may work in their favor. The NBA is usually the ones to kind of do the first thing or be the first ones to do something. So maybe they're the ones that do start the trend and, and do that. And then all the following seasons for everyone else, all the other big sports. I think, and I think the NBA is
1: already, sh- already shortened their like, uh, COVID protocols, um, yeah. with the new CDC guidelines coming out. Um, to, I think, um, I mean, what's crazy too is like there's, I mean, how many people that I mean this Tennessee game I watched, it, you know, up got up is packed. Like, how many people are sitting in there with COVID that don't have symptoms? Like, there's got to be people in there, you know, what? Like these athletes without any symptoms. Like, I I don't know. I, I guess because you can give it to someone else. I don't know. I was really, I really don't understand everything that's going. I guess every. I guess nobody really understands what's going on, either. Wow. So.
2: Uh, I mean, we I think I shared the stat with Rucker or maybe maybe it's both of you guys, I don't know, but it was talking about the percentage of, you know, vaccinated players in all the major leagues. The NFL is at ninety five percent vaccinated, the NBA is at ninety seven percent, and the NHL is at a hundred percent, yet all three leagues are having record high COVID cases. So it's like if they don't normalize it, then I mean there's no other there's nothing else left. I mean, everyone's yeah. vaccinated. That's that's the big that was their big thing, and, and now that's done basically with a fraction of players not, not doing so. And things are still getting, you know, games are getting canceled, players are getting kicked out. I think the biggest thing is that's going to happen is the NFL playoffs are coming up, and they're struggling more than most right now. And if they have a key guy out for a big game, it's going to it's gonna cause some. I mean, the NFL, they're all about money. I mean, that's the biggest moneymaker yeah, in, you know. In, in the whole country, and I mean, you know, you get an Aaron Rodgers out for a playoff game during yeah, an MVP season. I,
1: I feel like they're gonna lose a uh, like like an Aaron Rodgers test positive. They're like, well, that's a we're gonna we're gonna throw that one away. That was a <laughs> false. That's definitely a false positive. Let's let's uh let's yeah. uh, test Jimmy over here. We know he's negative. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. this is Aaron's. You know, so. I mean yeah. I, they're we're, gonna find a way for those on that
0: same topic, you know, you almost want you want your team to test positive for COVID right now. So that way next week when the playoffs, you know, the last oh, week yeah. of the season, you you go into the playoffs knowing, hey, we're done, we're done with COVID. We can we unless can play. your team needs to win to get
1: into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah. But so I think that you know, a lot of these teams are are almost I hate to say it, they're wanting that to happen so that way they can play in the playoffs. And with you know, I hope hope that they're not wanting that, but almost like it's like you have to, you have to, you know, try to get that to where you sit out now so you don't sit out the first round. <clears throat> One game I hope is not uh, COVID it out is the Tennessee Purdue game tomorrow. Um, so the Vols bowl game and the music city bowl, they're going to play tomorrow. against Purdue. What time is that game by the way, tomorrow?
2: Three o'clock. At three.
0: Three. Yeah. So, I've seen a lot of you know, I, of course, I'm on Vol Twitter, um, Christian's on Vol Twitter. I think Emory kind of by default is on Vol Twitter because I think just because people. people I follow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so i I like the feeling that a lot of the people are really confident in Tennessee because Tennessee traditionally in the last few years, they it's, they're looking at Purdue like this is another big ten team that we're going to smash in a bowl game. But, guys, I looked at Purdue's schedule, and they've got two big-time wins, Michigan State and Iowa. And then the other, their four losses came to uh, teams with eight wins or more, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Ohio State, and Notre Dame. This is not a bad Purdue team. What they don't have yeah. going for them is they don't have their best wide receiver. Um, so, you know, with that, you're, you're taking away a big play threat. Does that kind of neutralize this game for Purdue? Like, if they had everybody, Christian, do you think, Purdue is a favorite in this if they had everybody going in.
2: I don't think they're a favorite, and I think it also plays into the fact this is in Nashville, and I would argue that even though it's a neutral site technically, I feel like it has to be considered that Tennessee fans definitely travel better, especially when it's three hours away from Knoxville. I mean, if anything, putting it in central (laughs) Tennessee or or close to central Tennessee – Almost might even make the fan, you know, more fans come out just because you get fans that don't typically get to go to Knoxville, and it's a bowl game, and they're all hyped up. So I think it would probably still be a Tennessee favorite, but I don't think it would be quite. It was I think it was six and a, six and a half earlier, and now it's at five and a half. I don't think it would be quite that much, but I think they'd still be favored if everything was completely the same. But I mean, David Bell, the receiver that you mentioned, that's out. I mean, he accounted for a third of their receiving yards this year, and they don't rush – they don't run a lot. So he basically made up for a quarter of their yards total. I mean, for mm-hmm. all their all-purpose yards. So, I mean, that's that's a big loss for them. Uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, Jeff Brom was a potential coaching candidate back in 2017 for Tennessee, um, which also plays a little bit interestingly. And Alante Taylor's out. Teon Evans is obviously gone. I just saw that Tade Mays is going to be out. out. Yeah. So I, I think ultimately it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Um, but actually I, I, I think Tennessee, I mean, I think they're hyped up. Their their fans are gonna travel well. Uh, you know, Purdue's missing some key pieces. I think they're gonna win. And I actually think they're gonna win the cover. I think they might, I think they end up winning about around ten, actually. I think they're gonna really play really well this game. And that may just be the you know, some fair weather fan in me, but
0: Emery, what do you think about this Tennessee? Um, game? I
1: think you like Christian said, like, uh, I think it's going to be really high scoring. Um, I think the game is going to take forever because both teams love to pass it. Um, they both combine, um, for over 580 yards passing, you know, that's what they average. I mean, so they're going to absolutely air it out. Um, like you said, uh, Purdue's best wide receiver is out. So obviously, I think that, uh, obviously hurts Purdue. Um, he, you know, Like you said, average what a quarter of their all-purpose yards, or thirty percent, or something of their all-purpose yards. Like, I mean, that's a huge chunk of of uh, all-purpose yards. But also, but also, Tennessee's missing Alante Taylor is probably their best, uh, you know, coverage guy. So maybe that maybe that evens out a little bit. Um, I still think Tennessee wins um, because I do think uh, Tennessee's defense is a little bit better um, than Purdue. But Purdue is also playing. um, I think I, I looked. Um, they're playing for maybe. I mean, if they win nine games, it'll be the first time since this was. I had. I thought I had it written down, but I think it was the like first time seven. Yeah, like first time in almost fifteen years that they've won nine games. So I, I mean, I, I feel like Purdue um, is playing for just as much as Tennessee is. You know, Tennessee is playing to get eight wins. Um, which would be huge. I think this season, I don't think very many people outside of crazy Tennessee fans predicted that they would win that many games. Um, if you just add your average analyst, I would say if they, if they won five games this year, it would have been a win for, for Hypo in Tennessee. So I think, you know, winning even seven games that they've won, you know, if they won eight games, that would be huge for recruiting huge for Tennessee huge for Josh Heupel. Um So I think UT does win. I, I the six is a big cover, I think. So I, I don't, I don't know if they cover, but I do know, I, I feel like they win. Um, one, one thing I thought was pretty crazy is that UT is outscoring, uh, their opponent in the first quarter, 169 to 44 this year. So, um, if they can, if they can get a quick start, obviously then, then produce p- playing from behind, um, it's going to be make it tough on Purdue, um, especially as bad as their defense is, um, But if Purdue can kind of hang in there uh, in the first quarter, then Tennessee usually uh, kind of settles down after that. So, um, you know, but I I still think UT wins this game.
0: So big-time bowl game tomorrow unless, you know, COVID has its way, which hopefully it won't. Uh, Guys, sad news in the world of not only football, but just in popular culture in general. John Madden passed away yesterday at 85. Uh, Who among us hasn't played madden and enjoyed the video game and you know you hear his he he's his voice is you know iconic and uh just his mannerisms and uh you know just obviously he's gonna be missed in the football world but also the video game world coaching world just sad that uh he i don't know why i don't know how he died they've not released that just uh no. uh loss of an icon there
1: yeah um i can remember i think the first madden game i had had dante culpepper on the on the front um and uh, I think he had a really terrible year after that because I think for a while there was there was the, the Madden curse, curse where mm. where either you're on the when you're on the cover you had a really good year got on the cover, either played really Stop terrible the next, the next year game. or got or got injured. Um, so I think Cole Pepper played really bad the next year. Um, what's crazy is that probably two weeks ago, maybe not even two weeks ago, I listened to a podcast about how. Um, Mad, like EA Sports got started and, and it was mainly because of uh John Madden wanting to they wanted John Madden to create a help create a football game. And uh he was like I did not oh, realize. There it is. <laughs> I didn't realize that was pretty good. I thought I thought you had some kind of John Madden button you were pressing there. Oh no, uh, that was me, my friend. That was you. That was your Madden impression.
2: <laughs>
1: um I didn't realize how like, involved he was. If you get a chance, I, if, if I can look it up, I need to share it with you guys. If you get a chance to listen to this, it's really good. I didn't realize how involved he was in actually making the game. Like he, Obviously, he didn't do any of the graphics or anything, but he wanted it to be as realistic as possible. So he spent hours with creators, obviously recording his voice. Um, he gave them his Raiders playbook so they could install a lot of the stuff that he did. Um like everything, like they ran everything by him, um, that they possibly could. Like he, he turned down. It's it's pretty funny because um, they talk about him just like telling them that like they they wrote scripts for him to read, and he would like read it and be like he would go like I would never say that. Like I don't know why you guys wrote that on there like that. I would never say something like that about football. So, like, like you just like dog these riders like to their faces. Like they're in the he's like reading it back to them. And he's like, I would never say that. Um, but and, and one, one cool thing. Do you guys remember when like 2K football started coming out? You know, we have 2K basketball or whatever, but mm-hmm. uh, 2K football started coming out and really had this was all on the podcast, really had better started to have better graphics and better gameplay than uh, Madden did. Um, but Madden, like, it's probably two years into 2K football. Madden went to the NFL football and got exclusive rights for video games for so basically just mixed his competition and like like that. Like, 2K couldn't make NFL football games anymore. So um, I thought that was pretty pretty crazy too. And then last thing is that he was he's kind of immortalized. Like they talk about that on the podcast too. Like he thought it was really cool that he knew like once he died like they're still going to be making Madden games for as long as they can, you know, cuz it's just such a profitable uh game and pro- profitable for EA Sports. So, he's basically immortalized um not for how great of a you know, he won a couple Super Bowls with the Raiders, not not for how great he was as a coach, but he's an icon um in pop culture with with video games. So, he's a, he's pretty much immortalized. It's it's pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, he he you talk about him as with all the you know off the field stuff, and I mean, you almost kind of forget how good of a coach he was. He he still holds the highest winning percentage all time among NFL coaches who coached more than hundred games. At about just under seventy six percent of his wins, of his games were wins. It's pretty crazy and in the NFL. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Well. I mean, you, yeah. you look at—I was looking at the list to see who fell short of that number, and I mean, you, you're thinking of guys like Belichick that are a good a good chunk less than him. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you, 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 start thinking about Madden and you mentioned the, the video game thing and how they got the outright, you know, rights to, to, to football. I mean, you know, I was never a big video game guy growing up, but I played sports games. That was like, we would buy Madden and we would buy, you know, 2k. Yeah. And I can, I can always remember like 2k and NBA live were always competitors. Like, yeah. and like people, I remember friends, like I had some friends that would play one and some friends that had the other. And same thing with baseball. I think there was, it's like the show and some 2K or I don't know, something like that. There's some competing ones. And then you think like Madden is its own thing. Like yeah. Madden, if you play football on, on a on a platform, it is Madden. And, yeah. and I, I didn't even know that they had the out like the rights to it. I thought I, I just assumed it was just the far and away best game. And that's why. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and you start talking about his name in general, like, you know, there's a lot of guys we talk about on the sports podcast that we know very well. We know a lot about, but you talk about like going to the other side of the country or the world or whatever, and you start throwing out names and, you know, there's a lot of guys that people don't know about. You know, he, his name is up there with like the Michael Jordans, the Tiger Woods, like the most iconic names in sports history, the Muhammad Ali's. I mean, who doesn't who doesn't or hasn't heard the name Madden and knows generally that it's related to football? You know, even if you don't know his his record, you know, what that means and who it's, what it's related to. So, yeah, I mean, it's sad loss. I mean, he's an icon, probably the biggest icon in, in football history ever. So terrible loss.
0: He's actually inspired me I'm actually in the process of making A Hobnails Hoops and High Chatter video game It's going to be bowling, <laughs> checkers, and cornhole And you can play as any three of us yeah. And uh, you can go against It's going to be online too You can play online Yeah. Um, so we're going to come up with some good catchphrases for that Hopefully releasing in two, uh, 2024 Yeah. Uh, Hobnails Hoops and High Chatter, 2K24 on that one Still going to stick with some NFL news. Uh, We are not really NFL news. Just we're going into the final two weeks of the NFL, and you know there's quite a few spots up for grabs. I we talked about leaving this segment in, and I said I will leave it in because uh, you know after this week, pretty much everybody's going to be resting their starters, getting ready for the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. There's such a log jam for those last few spots. The AFC still has uh, six spots of the seven still up for grabs and they've got seven teams sitting at either eight and seven or seven and eight and then four at nine and six. It's going to be a fun two weeks for, for football. And you're going to be, you're going to be seeing your, you know, your big name guys playing in week you know 18 uh, going I forward. And they're
1: still, and they're still, even the guys at the top. Like I don't think anybody has.
0: Yeah. Like uh, Kansas claimed, city has. Still, field, I don't yeah. Think. Yeah. They still I mean, want so, to play and, and overtake the Titans or whoever else is behind them. You're right. So yeah, I, I think. think
1: yeah, there's no one has clinched home field yet, so I mean, you're everybody's going to still be playing, I believe. So, yeah, Which it's just pretty be, rare this time of year.
2: It's going to be interesting. I mean, you could right now, you could feel pretty good as a certain fan base, and here in two weeks, you're you're not even in the playoffs. I mean, it's there's no no comfortability. I mean, it's it's closest, it's closer than I can remember in years past. And it's, it's, I, I it's will say this:
1: as a Falcons fan, I'm pretty happy where we're at. We're in the we're in the nine seed right now, uh, in the NFC at seven and eight, which is a terrible record. But if you told me that at the beginning of the year that we would win seven games, uh, I would say we're probably seven and ten, and it was a just some kind of uh, Christmas miracle that we were we won you're, seven games. But you're just, I mean, you're, no, you're,
2: you're just worsening your draft picks. All you're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what that's, there's, there's actually an article I saw on uh, Twitter. Obviously I follow Falcons people and they were talking about how, you know, it's first year Arthur Smith um, coach and he is fighting, you know, tooth and nail for every single win he can get. And the, new GM is like wanting him to lose games so he can get yeah. the best draft picks possible. <laughs> so he's, I mean, there's like a kind of like a power struggle between those two, I guess, going on in the organization. Cause he's like, we're freaking winning games. And GM's like, I need you to lose games. Like we got to get better draft picks. So um, i like, like you said, it's, it's one of the crazier years in, um, in yeah. the NFL. And I think a lot, you think any of it, ha- I know we've talked about COVID and almost too much this podcast already, but do you think like COVID has played into that? Cause this guys like guys have missed games uh, who's somebody lost the game pretty much because they didn't have a, okay. I mean, the saints weren't even competitive, The you know, probably would have still lost the other night, but they weren't even competitive because they, I mean, they're playing not even their backup. You know, they're playing some guy. They signed off the practice squad. I think at quarterback, like you had no chance to win that game pretty much.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely been a lot of games decided. I mean, you could argue the Packers, even though the Packers are not struggling, they yeah. lost one of their only three games against the Saints because well, that, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers was out. Yeah. I mean, there's no chance they would have lost that game. with. They almost won it with with uh, with their backup. But, yeah, I mean, I, you would think, you know, they extended the an extra week this year on the NFL season. You would think that that would possibly create more separation. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it it's crazy not. that it's yeah. – Yeah, I mean, it's going to be probably one of the most interesting final two weeks of – you know, normally, like in fantasy football, you don't even like – your league's over by now because you know that people are going to be benched and yeah. and not not playing for the final two weeks of the season. You know, our leagues are – all my leagues that I'm in are over. And we may have the most competitive and interesting final two weeks of the whole entire, you know, season now because of all the stuff that's on the line. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty wild. So, Christian, I forgot to ask
0: you before the podcast, I always do, just to make sure, do you have a quote of the week?
2: I do. Yep, I do. And it's, it's a good, good. one.
0: Good, yeah, it's, it's not supposed to make me look like an idiot
2: here. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, I like this one a lot. It comes from uh, Shannon Sharp, who is a pretty interesting character. So it has a lot of very interesting quotes, a lot of pretty bad quotes, but this one's pretty good. So it's in reference to Russell Westbrook, who, as I'm sure you all have seen, has been struggling uh, along with the Lakers in general. And so, of course – As with any LeBron James-led team that is struggling, the blame does not go to him, even though he's the leader. It it goes to all his teammates. So Russell Westbrook happens to be one of those teammates that's getting the blame right now. And this is what he said. He said, Russ is like that pretty girl at a rival school that makes you say, if she was my girl, I'll treat her like a queen. And then when you get her, you realize why all the dudes left her. (laughs) (laughs) And I wish I wish I had a good Shannon Sharp impression because that would have been much funnier yeah. in his in his his, his voice, voice, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I'm not. I'm that really. Is. I've always been low on Russell Westbrook. I always think I, I've always said there's not a single player in the NBA that I'm more confident cannot win a championship than Russell Westbrook when he's on the team.
1: What about Damian Lillard?
2: I, even I would even take Dame over Westbrook. I mean, I he he's to me, and I mean he's. He's been great. He's done a lot of great things. Whatever he's had a lot of stats, but I mean, I think he's like the biggest NBA cancer of this modern NBA generation. I mean, Westbrook is
1: a uh, is a high volume shooter, but he's not a high volume maker. No. So I mean, like James Harden's a high volume shooter, uh, but he's typically a high volume maker as well. So I mean, it, that, that kind of evens it out. But Westbrook is not.
2: No, he's no. he's never at any level. He's never really been able to win. I mean, you think about that UCLA team; it should have been on, they're like, stacked, dude. They were so good. They have like four NBA guys that are still in the league today. Like,
1: yeah,
2: I mean, Kevin Love, Darren Collison, those guys were loaded.
1: Yeah, and
2: and the fact that they they ended up making it pretty far in the tournament, but they didn't win at all. I mean, and there's yeah. been other other really great players fall in the tournament, but yeah, just
1: not that. I don't think that many on a team
2: other than some Kentucky teams. Yeah. I mean, but they do it year in, year out. But yeah, I mean those for for longevity and the level that those players ended up in the NBA, that was that's probably one of the most stacked teams of it's the a never winning. yeah, never winning yeah.
0: championship.
2: Yep.
0: All right. So interesting quote from Shannon Sharp. And the uh the impression that I was trying to go with was the one that's a gif where he's he's not really saying anything. It's just he's saying he's yeah. like closing his eyes and going, Nope. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of when I think of Shannon Sharp. And I use that sometimes. Uh, when I want to reply no to somebody, I use that. Um, the only thing I can think of there. Going to go to our draft now. This is the uh, the last draft that we're going to do before the end of the year. Now, I keep trying to pull up my draft rankings. My computer's being slow. But I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Christian is winning? Am, am I wrong? I, think- I don't know. I
1: thought I was in the lead, but I was maybe sadly mistaken. I, I even I tweeted am. out. I even tweeted out yeah. that I was in the lead, but maybe I was yeah. wrong.
2: I, I, I know. I'm sorry. I, I took the <laughs> lead. I took the lead because of a Carolina loss a couple weeks ago, and I then I got went. it
0: back after that.
2: Well, no, because I won the Christmas draft. That was the next draft. That was that night.
0: He's won two. Christian's won the last two drafts. Yeah. What a, what a jerk. But, but I, I, I won the. Well, I he won was last already.
1: Thing. And he hasn't yeah. won the last two. I've.
0: I won the no? last one. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, he just won. So the then last yeah, so I think I, I, finished, I, I finished last third. So, <laughs> if, if you reach one one and lost one, you got the same amount of points. And Christian was up two points. So, that means you're still up two points because nobody's lost. None of your teams okay. have lost since then. So, this is so this I've a got big to, time. He's uh, got to finish
1: third. And you have to finish third. First. And I've got to finish first.
2: Well, 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 Tennessee's playing right now. Oh, that's
0: true. I, mean, so I need to root for Alabama. So. I mean, they're
2: they're winning. It's like there's four minutes left and they're up by. 30. Does North Carolina play before New Year's? Oh, just one now. No, nope. no. Nope. So nope. this is it. I mean, this could this could this could decide. They were
1: supposed to, but all those all those ACC games got
0: postponed. That's right.
2: We'll we'll I know by gonna... the end of this draft probably <laughs> if they won or lost. Yeah. Yep.
0: So we are going to draft best restaurants in Sevier County. And I know a lot of our listeners aren't from Sevier County, um, but that's okay because this is a tourist spot. So a lot of people come here. So if you're not from Sevier County, we're going to give you some good ideas of places to go. Now, when I was doing, you know, my, coming up with some of these restaurants, I, w- I wasn't thinking like the Texas roadhouses and things like that, no, right? I was no, thinking no, 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 no. strictly to Sevier County. Uh, that's yep. what we're going to go with. So I'm going to have the first pick as I always do, uh, not because <laughs> I'm the, I you know, am the producer of the podcast or anything, but because I always finish because last. Because you always finish draft. last, yeah. He's always sense. beat me. Uh, so I'm going to go last, and Emery, Emery's going, going third. third. That's right. Emory yep. won the last one. Yeah. So Christian's going second. Emery's going third. <laughs> So I'm going to have the first pick, and I really toyed with you know, with this one. I thought, do I want to pick the Taco There's, Bell the and Seymour? <laughs> but then I thought, you know, the Taco Bell and Sevierville is pretty good. The one so, in Pigeon Forge is close to you, though. The, well, you the one in Pigeon Forge on the parkway is good, but the one next to the school is absolute garbage. I actually wrote them uh, an email telling them how garbage <laughs> they were one time. Uh, how did that work, that work they, out for you well they're never uh they're never they never have the drive-thru open usually they're out of all the ingredients that they need to make uh, i mean taco bell is pretty much some kind There's of tortilla so, yeah. some kind of meat some kind of cheese yeah that's all, all you need i need you to put that in some kind of form the way that i want it
2: <laughs> Yep, and, and put, put usually it out for the drive-thru that
0: yeah, and it's usually just, you know, they've got that little door next to the drive through <laughs> that's open, blaring cuss, cuss word music, uh, which is fine if you want to do that. But usually i got my family in the car with me, so I don't want them to hear that. So I wrote them an email just outlining all the things, outlining all the things that I thought was garbage. <laughs> so back to my You pick, would write an email. Back to my pick uh, that I want to go with those Taco Bells, and I decided no, I didn't. I wanted to go with one of, the, one of the cornerstone restaurants in Pigeon Forge. I don't know if you guys have tried mm-hmm. their pimento cheese, fried green tomato BLT sandwich, but it, <laughs> is, it is to die for. So I'm going yeah. Pottery House as my number one pick.
2: Knew that was coming. It's a solid pick.
1: Solid, right. solid pick. The fried green tomato BLT is uh, to die for.
2: I almost didn't even put that on my list because I knew you all were going to be jumping at that. And I've, <laughs> and I've not had it, so I would have felt wrong if I would have taken it.
1: You haven't been to the Pottery House?
2: I've not ever been to that specifically. Oh, the oh yes, my
1: gosh. You no. are missing out, big guy.
2: Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll make my way up there at some point. <laughs> but All, all right. right, so i, I got the second pick here. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Let's see here. I'm going to go with... I can remember liking this from like as like as young as like as young as I can remember basically we would go anytime we had a turn up and pigeon forward or Goutburg we would end up going here at least once over the long weekend of AAU and it's the old mill.
1: Old mill restaurant right next
0: to the pottery house
2: right next right to the next house. to the
0: Pottery house.
2: yep it is uh, it's one of my the uh, the fritters that they give you for free. Literally might be the best part about the whole meal, but it's, yeah, it's great. Definitely a must do if you're uh, ever visiting Sear County.
1: Well, guys, get the next two picks. picks. Get the next two picks. I can't believe this restaurant dropped uh, this low in the draft. And um, I may beat you guys solely on this restaurant. Uh, it's a Pigeon Forge restaurant. They have the best steaks um, I've ever had. And it is uh, Cody and Jody, I know I've got their pick because they both work there, um, and they would probably get fired somehow, some way. Someone find out that they didn't vote for me, um, and I'm going to go with the peddler. That's my. Well, it's actually you Piddle.
0: made a mistake there. It's not in Pigeon Forge; it's in Gatlinburg. i meant Gatlinburg. Did I say Pigeon Forge? You did. Well, i meant Gatlinburg. That's which is still in Sevier County. So that's true. The peddler, just want to know that all that hype you gave, you actually, you know, gave it the wrong. The wrong city. It's up to it's up to the voters now. It's up to the voters now.
1: <laughs> um, so the peddler um, was my first pick. Second one, um, I actually ate there today. I think they have the best uh, wings in the county. It's oh, this one is in Pigeon Forge, and it is Blue Moose. That's a good Blue one. Blue Moose. It is a good one. Love
0: the nachos. I'm a nachos big, guy. Usually, you if are,
1: about anywhere you are a uh, you are a big nacho guy or it's tacos. You like tacos, <laughs> um, boneless right. wings, which are not bon- which are not wings. Just you like chunks of breast meat, uh, fried, deep fried with sauce on them.
0: There's nothing wrong with that.
1: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Not. All right, Christian.
2: All right, oh, man. I'm not sure what to go on this. Uh I'm just gonna go with another really popular classic one, and say the apple barn.
0: Oh, solid! Really like their dumplings. Stuff. Yeah,
2: going with a lot of home home cooking right now, home country cooking.
0: Yeah. He's gonna get the home homegrown cornbread guy and gal oh. vote. Too bad yeah. those too bad those
1: kind of people don't have Twitter. So. <laughs>
0: All right. I got the next two picks. Now, I've got my three here, and uh, mm-hmm. all three are very good. I'm going to go my first pick, or which is my second pick, actually, with Bennett's Barbecue. I, I recommend it anytime somebody asks me a good place uh, to eat because I love some barbecue, and it's really only a you – know, I, I, they might have a Bennett's Barbecue somewhere. I think they have actually two, don't they? They have one in Gatlinburg and then one in Pigeon Forge. But when I want some barbecue – there's two places I go, Bennett's, and I'm not going to mention the other one because you as may have that. And uh, my next, they got breakfast go with, uh, bar too. That they yeah, do. We they do. We went there yeah. one time. It's yeah, pretty inexpensive also. Yeah. Um, my next one, I'm going to go with one that's kind of blown up here the last five years, and it's always packed. It's the local goat. Gosh, go that's there, very you know.
1: solid. One that's a great that's, one. You can go I'm there for good. you
0: know drinks, but also i have got great food there too. So it's got a mix of both, and it's got a good atmosphere. So local goat. Surely we can. Surely we can
1: score a few meals uh, out of this podcast uh, from these some of these restaurants
0: we're advertising. Probably have to listen to it. I'd have to listen to it.
2: <laughs> Rucker, that is. By far not even close, my favorite place in all Sphere County. And I'm pretty upset that you got it. Uh I, I probably if I was should, going have, my heart, should have picked I, it first. I definitely would have picked it first if I was going by heart. I was hoping this is this was the pick I thought I was gonna get it. So I can't believe you got it right before me. But that's that's <laughs> hey, they, have the right best, right they have well, the best they have the best wings in, in Sphere County and their fries are great.
1: Blue uh, Moose has the best wings in Sphere County. I disagree.
2: <laughs> too too many well, options. Well, the sauces are <laughs> Too a little. Many ops? The sauces just—it's the. I mean, you can't. You got. You always want to get like two sauces because none of them are that great. You just got to go straight hot buffalo at local goat, and you, yeah, you that's the only with, option. You, have you got two options. You got
0: two options: barbecue <laughs> and buffalo local goat. The same yeah. options that Sonic has. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <You> go, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you want if you want to water down your pick, Rucker, you're welcome to. Okay, they I'm chopping it up. Yeah,
0: I got yeah. more than
1: wings. Their deep fried deviled eggs are to die for. They're amazing. A the little All piece right, of Christian.
2: bacon. Next pick. All right, next pick. Oh, Man, I think I'm still gonna. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna skip. Man, I don't know. It's tough. You
1: can't skip your turn. You, you to <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
2: I, bypass, <laughs> I mean, you pick. can
1: if you want to yeah, take if it, you, you, know. you want to take the last pick. I guess
2: I'm gonna go with. Oh man, let's see here. I'm gonna go with Holston's Barn Grill. Uh, it's not one of my favorites necessarily either, but it's I feel like Holston. I, out of everyone I know in Seymour that talks about places they go up to Pigeon Forge, and so it's even actually it's variable. But it's variable, yeah. yeah. I, I hear people you don't even know where it's at. I hear people you know, absolutely it's rave about it. I've never even eaten there. It's, it's not, pretty good. Not I mean, not eating at
0: Holston's, not eating at Pottery House. I'm not even yeah. sure. You live in Sevier County. I've, yeah, I've, I eat,
2: I've eaten at Holston's. I didn't say that. No. I just said I don't want to mind.
1: If he goes to Sevierville, he eats at A&W. <laughs> That's
2: which is A. Right. Which, is, hey, which, is which just may be his last pick. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Right, I got two, right? You got two. I'm going to go with um, – this one has a, a great burger. It's in downtown Sevierville. Um, it is called Grays. I don't know if you guys ah, have eaten there or not. I have. I was going to pick it. It's, really good. it's It's a really good place for burgers. It, it reminds me of uh, Stock and Barrel a little bit mm-hmm. in uh, downtown Knoxville. So I really like that. And then this one is actually a breakfast place in Gatlinburg, my last pick. And uh, I think you still can only pay cash only there. Um, and it is called the Pancake Pantry. I don't know if you – have you guys eaten there?
0: I've not eaten there, but uh,
2: – I um, just know there's like 600 pancake places. Well, this one's – don't, This, this, don't one's, know this is, one
0: makes the best pancakes ever. This <laughs> yeah, one uh, – Out of the two hey, ingredients, pancake mix and water, that's <laughs> really really hard to <laughs> – they,
1: they make theirs with buttermilk, so that's what sets them apart. <laughs> buttermilk pancakes. I'm sure
0: nobody else does that.
1: Hey, I'm sure that I will get a lot of votes for the Pancake
0: Pantry. Probably you watch, will. probably You watch. Will. All right, Christian, last pick for
2: you. All right, I'm gonna go. Last pick here. Oh, how are we doing this? Let's see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go JT Hanna's.
0: JT Hanna's. He
1: basically just picked Holsten's twice. Yeah, the same thing. not even
0: across
2: the town. They're the same. They're, they're by the owned
1: same by family. the. They're owned by the same people, and they they, own, they, they own like
2: six restaurants there. You can't. I mean, they literally that family owns like I think literally five restaurants in Sevier County.
1: JT Hannes and Holson's. I'd say their menus are pretty close together.
2: Pretty Still close not bad.
1: Still
0: not bad. All right, I've got the last pick, and I've got I've got a barbecue place. I've got your traditional. You're,
1: double, you're a big barbecue guy, too. Home-style,
0: cooking-type place, pottery house. I've got your uh, your hangout spot, but also your family restaurant, and your local goat. And I've also got my last pick here, and I'll, I like this. It's got two locations in Gatlinburg. A buddy of mine, his wife's family owns it. It's Best Italian in Gatlinburg. Really, really good pizza. That's a
2: solid one. Is, is it the Best Italian? It's the it best is. Italian. It's and the, the other Italian. place
0: is also the best Italian. They're two best Italians. <laughs> they're tied for best Italian. Their uh, they're so pizza Harper, is phenomenal. Paul Harper and Leah, you guys are going to really is love it. Is, listen-
1: is Paul a listener?
0: I think he's a follower. I don't know if he's a listener because he's he not. Needs- he doesn't you know, send me any messages. Uh, you, know, you can tell who the followers are. Yeah, Garrett Hillards, he's a follower. He loves it because he he lets us know about it all the time. David Bauman, he's a follower. Yeah. I don't hear much from, from Harper on this, so I'm going to have to get him He uh, needs to listen. This. Yeah. Maybe we can get Best Italian to sponsor us at some point.
1: We should, yes, we should. I bet they would. I would take a, a free different. pizza like once a week. That's
0: how <laughs> <what> I <mean. laughs> Yeah. That would be good enough day.
1: for me. Once a day. Once, yeah, once every couple hours.
0: Alright, so we're going to recap our picks here. If you are in Sevier County and you you know, you know vote for these, you 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 guys know about these. If you're not from Sevier County, that's okay. Vote anyways. And if you've never been, you next time you come, check out some of these places. I got uh, Pottery House for me, Bennett's Barbecue, Local Goat, and Best Italian. Christian has Old Mill, Apple Barn, Holston's, and J.T. Hannes. Emery has Peddler, Blue Moose, Gray's Burgers, and Pancake Pantry. And once again, we are going to put that on Twitter to vote. Guys, I'm thinking next time when we when we start, you know, the new draft things, if we do draft in the next mm. little stretch, I think we should do it on Facebook too. I think we should just kind of combine the numbers of votes that we get.
2: Facebook Is there a, and, a poll on Facebook? Can you can you
0: do can a, a poll? I don't know if you can or not. Maybe you can. I, I post I post,
2: you, I post don't even, on Facebook. He does. Yeah, Rucker, you,
0: Rooker, you that, don't, that even don't have a Facebook a ac- Facebook account, so that's why I don't know if there's a poll option <laughs> or not. I don't know. I thought there would be. Twitter has one, so Facebook might have one. I don't know. Listen,
2: we we did. I I want to note it. We did leave out one restaurant in particular. That's probably my yeah. favorite uh, outside of local goat in the green. What it? it's, what was called the, it's called the Greenbrier. Have you what ever? Would you not
1: that? I have no, not been you? there. I've heard it's good.
2: Listen, it is. I'm not even joking. It's there's no other place you should ever go to for. You know, like a nice steakhouse. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're trying to spend a lot of money, big time date night or something like that, it's by, it's far and away. I mean, we've been to Melting Pot, all those, you know, the what's the one with the stupid little skinny steaks that they people love. You know, what I'm talking about, not the peddler, no. but it's it's the rep- skinny wait, wait, wait. steak place. It's like the what's it called? It's like the it's like a chain too, but people always go to it. I can't remember. No, what's no. called. Anyway, it's, it's like a big chain. time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, it's it's Texas it's, Roadhouse. It's, it's far and away the, the best the best date night spot ever. I mean it's it's so check good. that it's, out. It's Here's also owned by the people that own Holstens, by the way. Yeah, they own, I'll never they own go all there. All- so,
1: <laughs> it's a that's an inside thing, so I'll never go there. But anyways, a couple that I thought were that we left off. Um Ty Basil on 66. So people love that. Um, Huck Finns is uh it's a pretty popular spot.
2: Also owned um, by the people who own Holston's, isn't no, it? No, I think it's a different people. Oh, okay. It's people out of Seymour.
1: It's a different people. Oh, uh, okay. It's a different person, people, things. Uh, Craven Wings, I think is a great wing spot. Seymour, we didn't We didn't name any. Oh, stars. man,
2: I should have thrown that out there.
1: No. It's, it's, it's Tennessee Pizza Company. I, think yeah. it's I heard Mamma Mia's is, is good one. down there. Mamma the, Mia's the is good, yep.
0: That's what Amanda uh, told me.
1: They are good. So I,
0: also I think we forgot
1: the, uh, the subway on uh, Where's Valley Road. <laughs> not the one. Not the one attached <laughs> to the. Uh, not the one attached to the gas station. The one further uh, down. Yeah, right the one that's from,
0: a half a mile down. From yes, it, right? across from the school. Yes. Yes. That's what we need right there: is two subways and <laughs> not, not another Chick Fil A or Arby's or Chili's or anything like that. We need yeah. another subway attached nah. to a gas station and not the a
1: not the subway on Wears Valley Road in Wares Valley either. So. Yeah, there's
0: three subways on that there's, road. Yeah. And there's one in Townsend right when you get off of the uh the road. There's four <laughs> subways on that little stretch. It's, it's insanity. No Arby's just subway. I also had Reagan's Pancake House. Like to go there. Yep. Uh, five on. or six dollar for locals. Yep. Uh, and then I had Alamo Steakhouse and Boss Hogs Barbecue. Boss Hogs is good. Now. Yeah. We have real unique barbecue sauce. I like <laughs> Boss Hogs got- has two locations. Yeah, they got one on the parkway now. And I did Forest not know that. Near uh Pizza Hut and okay. right before you get to McAllister's. Yeah. They're really I like them. All right, we're gonna post that on Twitter as our last draft of the year. We got two big game <laughs> segments coming up. We got the two big semifinal games. Gonna not go not gonna speed through, but maybe just make some quick picks on these. Uh, Michigan and is gonna be first. Emory, you're the Georgia guy. What do you see for this one?
1: Uh, this is gonna be uh two very similar teams um both teams like to run the ball um both defenses are really good so i think this game is gonna be one with a line of scrimmage you know which, whichever uh, line both ways imposes their will um, i think is gonna win this game um also in this you know george is a seven and a half point favorite i almost think that's i think that should be more um like closer to five and a half you know i think i think that's a little a little too big of a spread. Um also Monkin, Todd Monkin, who's the offensive coordinator, came out like and vehemently um in favor of starting Stetson Bennett over anybody else. He says he's the guy um that can and, and possibly could win us a national championship. Like we're not starting somebody we're starting Stetson because he gives us the best chance to win.
0: Well, so, you know, a lot of people have been giving some hate on Stetson Bennett, but I saw yeah. the numbers that he's put up. It's pretty good numbers: twenty three hundred yeah. passing yards, twenty four touchdowns, to seven interceptions. I mean, that's not Heisman numbers, but no, that's no, definitely no. serviceable for the yeah. NFL talent that Georgia has. I mean, he just needs somebody to get them the ball, and yeah. he's doing that. He's doing yeah. a good
1: job of that. Not knocking Tennessee or anything, but. You'd have probably, outside of uh, Hennon Hooker this year and Josh Dobbs, you'd have probably taken Stetson Bennett numbers every other year for all the quarterbacks that have gone through I'll take
0: 24 touchdowns to seven interceptions all day. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, I mean, I think people um, are ticked because I guess we have, you know, they see Stetson that he was a walk-on, a three-star kid. I um, mean, we have J.T. Daniels, who was five star. We have another five star guy on the bench, um, so I think people are like, we haven't seen what these five star guys can do, which obviously we're not at practice. I mean, Kirby Smart has done something right. I know he's won a national championship, but I mean, in the past ten years, who? How many teams have won national championships? Like Alabama, Clemson, three or four. Uh, yeah, I mean. It's not like, oh, these all these other great teams are winning national championships, you know? So, I, th- I mean, Kirby Smart is still a re- relatively young coach and still figuring things out. Um, obviously, I think it's going to be tough uh, to beat Alabama if we don't put up points. But, I mean, Alabama's without one of their – without Mechie. Um, so, I think they're – I think – this is looking ahead a little bit, obviously, to our next team. But I think Alabama beats Cincinnati. And then, if you look at that second half um, outside of – in the Alabama-Georgia game outside of that pick six. Um, Stetson Bennett played pretty well. And Georgia really slowed that offensive down without Mechie. Um, they scored on the first drive on a long pass to Jamison Williams. Then after that, um, Georgia settled in defensively. Um, so I think maybe Georgia figures some things out in that second half. And and obviously they got to get past Michigan. Um, so if they can do that, I, th- I think they've figured some things out, hopefully defensively, that gives – uh, Stetson and the offense chance to win the game. So
2: yeah. I mean it's it's played in Florida, which probably plays to Georgia's odds a little bit for traveling fans there. Georgia is a center half point favorite. Uh my notes on this are that Michigan has nothing to lose and everything to gain. I think no one really thought they'd be here at the beginning of the year. They're huge underdogs. Harbaugh finally got over the hump, beat Ohio State. They, they look pretty good this year. So I, I feel like they really don't have, I said, not necessarily nothing to lose, but yeah. if they lose and it's, it's like, not a yeah. blowout, it's like okay, yeah. well. And then I said that they have everything to gain, and then for Georgia, I said they have everything to lose, and almost nothing to gain, kind of for the same exact opposite effects. There, it's like, well, they're heavy favorites. Uh, everyone expects a rematch in the championship. You know, they they were having the best season. They looked like the best team by far by a mile, and then they lost to Alabama, and so. You know, this seems like it's a really big game for Kirby Smart. I know I keep saying that. I feel like I've said that for the last two games now. But it seems like it's, you know, there's a lot of pressure on him right now in this game. I think they're going to – I still think they win. I don't think they cover. I think they win and win by under that seven-and-a-half-point mark. But I think it's a really big game for for Kirby Smart specifically and, and the Bulldogs.
0: Yeah, I've got Georgia winning by four. I've got a key matchup in both of the games since we're going to also talk about Alabama and Cincinnati. Key matchup for the Michigan-Georgia game. I've got Georgia's rush defense against Michigan's rush offense. Uh, Michigan averages 223.8 yards on the ground, but Georgia only gives up 81.7 yards a, a game. So that's going to be a big tell right there is which one of those is going to give first. And on the next game, Alabama-Cincinnati, I've got the key matchup as uh, Cincinnati's secondary against Alabama's wide receivers. As you guys yeah. know there's uh, two guys in Cincinnati's secondary that are probably going to go top in the top two t- three rounds. It's uh yeah, Bryant. It, yeah, um, it's the, the Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, yeah, yeah, and yeah. uh, so I've so got another guy in there that's gonna go against that Cincinnati. Sauce. Is, set- is it Sauce Gardner? Yes, it is. Sauce. Uh, Cincinnati is seventh in Division one in passing yards, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, in yards per game allowed, second in passing yards per game. So, there that's gonna be a key matchup there, but I think at the end, Alabama's Alabama and they're going to make play after play after play. I've actually got them covering the spreads, 13 and a half. I no. think they'll cover that. I'm going for Cincinnati, though, but I yeah. think they're going to cover that.
1: Um,
0: yeah. uh, one, one thing, I, I'm glad you said that about
1: uh, Cincinnati's um, defense. Uh, I, I do think, obviously, that they've um, – the two best teams they played were Houston and Notre Dame. Um, they only gave up 336 total yards – uh, to Houston and 341 total yards to Notre Dame. Obviously, they beat both of those teams. So, I think their defense is pretty good. Uh, but I will note this. Um, Cincinnati played a Georgia team last year in the bowl game, which, you know, Christian, you are talking about. Like, Cincinnati had everything to gain in that game. And Georgia had not, almost nothing to gain. You know, they're not playing, um, uh, not playing a lot of guys. A lot of guys opted out um, for Georgia last year. And they gave up – Cincinnati gave up 404 yards uh, passing, just passing, not not, not including rushing, passing uh, last year to Georgia. Um, with – I think we, we had George Pickens. JT Daniels played that game, obviously. Um, so – but still gave up almost – you know, the, that's a lot of yards to give up passing. So um, – and, and that's with the Kobe Bryant and the Sauce Gardner kid playing in that game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then – I, th- I thought this was interest- interesting, too. Like that's, That Cincinnati offense you know, was against Georgia's defense last year, which is, was not the same defense. Um, that was without uh, both corners opted out for Georgia. Um, the safety, uh, one of the safeties opted out, um, and then one safety was hurt. Uh, Richard LeCount was hurt. So basically the whole new secondary that didn't play all year for Georgia played in that game, and Desmond Ritter only had 206 yards passing in that game. So I mean I think Alabama's defense now is better than what Georgia's defense was uh, at the end of last year. So I I mean I think like you said, Rucker, I think I think since I think Alabama covers, um, you know I think it was really good that Cincinnati Cincinnati got into the playoffs. Obviously, I think they earned their way in there, Um, but I think um, I just think that Alabama is too good. They're going to be really good up front. They're probably going to be deeper up front, which which plays a huge step. Will Anderson, who's a, an absolute animal, should have been higher in the Heisman voting, in my opinion. Um, so I think Alabama covers this one. I don't know, easily, but I think they do cover.
2: Yeah. The only thing I'll note is that Cincinnati is the only team in the college football playoff that was not top four in strength of schedule. So to put it in perspective, Bama had the toughest strength schedule with a rating of 12.7 and Cincinnati was 45th in strength of schedule at 2.7. 10 points. I mean, lower. 12.7 for Bama, 10 points lower for Cincinnati in strength of schedule. That's that's a huge margin. So, I mean, they've I know they've played a couple potential, you know, you, you could consider them notable games, I guess. But, I mean, they've really not played anyone. Their strength of schedule is really, really terrible. Um, congratulations for, to them for the, being here, but I, I think, just to echo what you all said. I think that Bama covers this, puts up absolutely astronomical amounts of points, and probably wins by more than two touchdowns easily.
1: Also, also Nick Saban has had like three weeks to prepare for this. Like <laughs> yeah. Nick Saban prepared for three weeks, usually not good for the other team.
2: No,
0: <clears throat> no. So, kind of a consensus: Alabama and Georgia. We think is going to be the yeah. national championship. Uh, so that's Which going means to be this is the, probably going to be Cincinnati and Michigan. Uh, that's kind of what I'm hoping <laughs> <of>. <laughs> so I'm not it. hoping for that.
1: I don't care if Cincinnati's in it. I just want Georgia to be in there, too. Yeah,
0: so that's going to bring us to the end of our, our podcast today, episode 17. Also, bring us to the end of the year, guys. New Year's resolutions are going to be in full force. Mine is going to be what it is every year, getting better shape. And as you can see, I've not been, uh, been <laughs> following that goal like hey, I round
2: Round is a shape, Rucker.
0: As I said, better shape. I need a better shape than round. <laughs> uh, so I've got some uh, got some goals for the podcast. We've got 182 okay. Twitter followers right now. Yeah. So uh, I, my goal by March is to get to 300. I think that's a reasonable goal in three months to get reasonable, another hundred. Yeah. Very. Reasonable. By June to get 500. And by December to get a thousand, I think that's reasonable. We had almost two hundred in a yep. month and a half. Um, the more people we get on here, and the and the more people that we you know keep getting keep reaching, it's going to be even better. Um, so hopefully we can get on get you know. And it, we got about the same amount on Facebook too. Maybe maybe a little bit less, but um, so hopefully we can get a few, a few more and make this thing grow a little bit. You guys have any any goals for you or for the podcast itself? I'm not a big goal maker. Probably should be, but. Yeah, why make um, goals? You just get disappointed when you don't reach them.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I right. I, I, I disappoint myself enough uh, just in just in general life uh, to set goals to be extra disappointed.
2: Well, you disappoint us a lot too, Emery. So but, I'll, I'll echo that. But <laughs> no, my my only goal—I mean, literally my only goal—is to be in the house that we are hopefully going to be finished building, so I can stop doing these episodes in my parents' house. With
1: in their in their bedroom, yeah. it, it's literally, <laughs> while they yeah. sleep,
2: so I can use my own Wi-Fi, not not hollernet or Hughesnet or whatever, <laughs> and that's my goal. Also, I will note Tennessee did just lose, so uh so you lost. Oh, a point. I yep, had so it, it up makes,
1: there and I was not even paying attention, so
0: yeah, yeah
2: you lost it, a it, point. Yep, lost a point. That so makes it
0: interesting now, guys. It does. It
2: yep, so.
0: All right, so we wins. ever figure out what the prize was? What's, what's the prize? No, we didn't, be? did we? Yeah, well, we, we also we talked about a prize and then something for third place, which is going to be mm-hmm. me something embarrassing.
2: <laughs> yeah, you've you've got you've clinched it, nothing to worry about. I don't,
0: I don't know. So, do the podcast one time with my shirt off. I don't know if I if, if that's <laughs> everybody wants to see on a live show. I don't know if I'm gonna do that. We've, I, it's gonna be I something. That's that. <laughs> that's actually it. You
2: just yeah. yeah you just did it. I, that's got my vote.
0: That's. I don't know oh if yeah, America
2: wants to see that. I think we come up with four punishments and we put a poll out there and <laughs> oh yeah, let let, bad, the fans, let the fans decide. And I can oh, go ahead man. and tell you, shirtless podcast is one of the options.
0: <laughs> it is now, anyways.
2: And then sh- shave your beard. It's one.
0: Oh no no no! I'm not shaving the beard. I've had it for too long. I'm not shaving it.
1: Out of the question. Shave it into a different shape.
0: <sighs> Car- Carrie we'll, Leidenberg shape. We'll discuss I don't know. It. We'll may- discuss
2: you just you've got to join the goatee gang. Uh, we'll whatever, discuss it. whatever <laughs> we have. This this all. There. Yeah, whatever
1: this is right here. Yeah. This is to make me not so you can't see my double chin. That's what this yeah. is.
2: Yeah, I call this I can't grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> All right. So
0: that's, that's going to be it for episode 17. Uh, hopefully we'll be coming back with you next, this weekend. If not, definitely on Wednesday night. I uh, got some ideas for some guests coming up in January and uh, hopefully we can get some people on and grow this fan base some more. Uh, that'll be it for us. Signing off episode 17.